Good morning. It's 9 o'clock on the dot. I'm going to throw us on the FM. I have Dr. Aaron Chopper with Living Well Clinical Studio located in Leaks. Smash the share button if you're watching on Facebook. If you're going back and watching this on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your, your streams and podcasting from, 646-704-1906. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. That means I have Dr. Aaron Chapa here in studio. Dr. Chapa. I think the topic today is heart health, which is pretty convenient because February is heart month. I've been talking to some local organizations about blood drives and, and the American Heart Association, and there's all kinds of stuff that's going on this month. The focus is the healthy heart. And I like to think, hey, I'm, you know, I, I try and stay active. I hope my, my heart is healthy, <laughs> you know, but I don't. I honestly don't. I don't really know other than I think you're supposed to go get checkups. And even like when I'm at HEB, I'll sit in uh, next to the the pharmacy and put my arm in that thing, and it kind of takes your blood pressure and it stuff. And my wife's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" But like, it's a toy to me. But uh, good morning to it, you. It, I would always do the same thing. I love yeah. that thing. You know, it does so much more than your blood pressure. Now, I remember being a kid and it was just blood pressure, but now it straight up was taking measurements of like your body fat and all this other stuff, like sitting down. Sitting down, it was like weighing and all, all kinds of really cool stuff. So, um, heart health, what does that mean for us? Well, let me just tell you, man. Uh, number one, uh, you're you can't live without it. <laughs> Nobody can underestimate it. Is a muscle, uh, right? It, Your it, heart's it, a muscle. It is a muscle. It is a cardiac muscle, and uh, the heart is absolutely um, your a vital organ without it your your body cannot access nutrition from anywhere um from the body without the pump pumping you mm-hmm. know and i mean there's an old you can technically live without you know an ankle right i mean it's not maybe efficient i like yeah. mine too thank <laughs> you very much i'm gonna uh, feed up under my chair um live without a you know a portion of your liver you can have two-thirds of your liver removed and you know find yourself um uh able to regrow the liver you can have a spleen removed you can have a kidney removed you can have your gallbladder removed you can have an appendix removed you can have different aspects you have your thyroid removed i mean you can take out a lot of things out of the human body now i don't recommend that being a good plan for vitality the go-to yeah that just is definitely it. not you know, this whole idea of when in doubt, cut it out model, uh, I'm going to balk at that myself, and I'm definitely going to discourage any of you from removing organs that you were blessed to have uh, upon your delivery into this world, right? I mm-hmm. mean, God put it there. It has a plan. It has a um, uh, an impact on your overall person, your overall vim, vigor, and vip, that I like to say. I want your body to perform like it's supposed to, and one of the things that we have to pay attention to is um, it could, your heart, you can't live without. You know, when your heart stops beating, you've got minutes to get it back on. Yeah. And 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 so your heart, you can technically even live without, you know, a fully functioning aspect of your brain. You know, you know what I mean? Like the heart is a very powerful vessel. They say the heart carries, there's a program called HeartMath. And it's a breathing program. There's a, there's a downloadable app that I use um, uh, called Tactical Breather that talks about you know how to breathe efficiently in order to 
in in include more airflow and giving your body time to make the blood exchange. The heart carries millions of more energetic power than even your brain has when they do measurements and um, electrical impulse uh, testing to find out you know what is the most powerful organ in the body the heart carries emotional energy really it, it absolutely emotional energy because I think of the heart and everybody's like I love you with all of my heart or you think about the the sign you know it's it's not an anatomical heart but yeah. it's a heart you know that's the that's the sign one of the things you love like oh it's it's love a heart is love yeah and so there's and some truth to that there I guess? is some there's absolutely some truth to that and I think that you know we have to be oh, recognize that it's not just this beating vessel uh, it has a it, it has an absolute game to play in and a role to play in who we are as a as a as a person you know and you know the heart is absolutely one of, I, I it's my it's my I love it my father died of a heart attack when I was 19 years old he died in my arms and uh, a painful day for me you know, and I watched his eyes bug out of his head. I watched him die. Like I ushered him into the next life. I know what it feels like to to be, you know, at the doorstep of death and to smell it and to see it and to feel it and to 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 watch that transition. And and it didn't look really enjoyable for him. I mean, he his heart was giving up. Like his heart gave out on him. You know, and and it was one of the defining moments of my life to see the seriousness and to bring me to a, a level of uh, sobriety in just having my own breath, you know, like, whoa, like that just happened. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and I've dealt with that every which way to Sunday. It's been, and um, see how God used that one event to my steps and to the position that I'm in serving the community in the way I do. And, and part of why I believe in health so much and, and help want people to not, you know, leave before their time. He was 53. You know what I mean? One of my uh, uh, friends, I mean, he he's he was 60 just recently, you know, had a, a cardiac a cardiac event, you know, cardiac arrest. Now, cardiac arrest and cardiac are not the same things. You know, a car, when you have... When you have cardiac arrest, it's an electrical glitch and the heart stops working. It just stops. That's an electrical thing. That's an electrical thing. It literally just. Yeah. You've ever heard of you know athletes just drop dead? Mm-hmm. That that's not a that's not a heart attack. Okay, a heart attack is a circulation issue. It's a placking issue. It's a starvation of oxygen, and parts of the heart begin to weaken and efficiency yeah. decline. So, and, what would bring on a, a cardiac arrest? What would bring that? A lot of so in this particular instance, but a lot of times, if not, I would potentially maybe step out on a limb here. Because uh, I can't necessarily back this up, but what I feel like my practice has been teaching me and showing me over the years is things that bring stuff like that as an infection. You know, there it could be a sub a, a subacute infection that you've been carrying for twenty, thirty years, and and um, you let's say that you this particular instance. What what do most people do around the the holiday, especially New Year's? You know, they they eat, they drink, they. You know, hang out, take some time off, maybe not be as active as they were during non-holiday times. Um, th- and that's the the first things that come to mind. But you know, there's there's all kinds of stuff. You know, yeah. And so that's exactly what this 
situation was, I believe, it, it takes approximately two hours to set in. Yeah. And he had a pre-existing condition, uh, and that pre-existing condition was a situation called um, cardiomyopathy, and it was due to uh, a weakening of his heart from st- over-steroid use as a youth um, and doing um, bodybuilding and, and mismanagement in the gym of his body. And, and all of a sudden, you know, he was weak. And then over this series of his life, he was 60 when this occurred, um, he caught a virus. And he oh, and that virus took root, I believe, somewhere around the holidays. And it takes about two weeks for it to incubate, you know, typically. And it got in his heart and activated the cardiomyopathy. And boom, done. Drop dead. That's cardiac arrest. That's cardiac arrest. You know, I, I have some questions. So... Uh, we've been talking a little bit about the difference between, you know, uh, a heart attack and cardiac arrest. So if you're going to have a heart attack, you said there's like buildup and, and plaque and stuff. And, and, and I guess what are the, the causes? How do you build that stuff up? Because it doesn't happen overnight. And then what are the signs that maybe there are some heart issues or there's some heart health stuff going on that you can, um, you know, signs to look for that says, hey, I need to make a difference. And, and can you reverse it? Yeah. So you can reverse it. Anything your body can develop, you can undevelop. And, you know, I thought we would we would just kind of jump uh, into this conversation, so I'm going to come to that, but I want to start with this. Mm-hmm. This call, and I, I should start all my shows. It would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the history of okay? 2000 B.C., so get ready. We're going way back. <laughs> 2000 B.C., the, pres- the prescription would have been, here, eat this root, right? 1,000 BC, that root is heathen. Here, say this prayer. But as time passed and we began to understand a few more things, time now is 1850. That prayer is superstition. Here, drink this potion. 1940 AD, that potion is snake oil. Here. Swallow this pill. 1985, that pill is ineffective. Here, take this antibiotic. And aren't we there today still? Overuse. 2000 AD, that antibiotics, they're just ineffective. They don't work. Here, try this cholesterol pill, this blood pressure pill, this anti-inflammation pill, this steroid, this overutilization of drugs. And here we are, 2017, pills for ills, and nothing works. Here, eat this root. (laughs) <laughs> we're back. We're back to a place where the fundamental principles of living is absolutely um, in food. All life starts and stops at the cellular level, and nutrition is the foundation. It's the fundamental backbone that allows your body to either spiral out of control or get traction and move forward in a positive way. And so we want people to recognize that anything that your body can develop, it can undevelop. Can so we- here's a question, and that is exactly what they're asking. So this is from Danielle. Good morning. Thank you for asking. If you have a question you're watching on social media, feel free to ask now. She said, how do you remove the plaque from your arteries? If you can develop plaque, then can you undevelop it? You sure can. And, and one of the first things we got to realize is that what's being taught in, in modern medicine today uh, is that, you know, the Atkins diet back in the 90s was a bad thing. But what was really driving the plaque formation wasn't the bacon wasn't the butter. It wasn't the fat. It was the type of fat consumed. We lived in the 90s where we were having people consume uh, 
fat-free everything. So they started looking for these fat-free options, and we call those trans fats. So they were still – you still got to get stuff to bind together. You still got to get stuff to, 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 to have a consistency and an appeal that people will buy into, right? Because if the food's ugly, people don't want it. And if the food tastes terrible, the people don't want it. Smells funny. You're not going to eat it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we – because everybody's got – they got we got texture issues. We got um, – you know, we've got taste issues. We, we, we just we're, – we're real finicky people, you know, in general. And, and so I find this just very interesting. But trans fats are one of those fats or uh, one of the four deadly food additives that we talk about on all my shows. High fructose corn syrup being one of the four deadly food additives, artificial sugars, uh, uh, high fructose uh, corn syrup um, and like a, oh, MSG and then, and then uh, trans fats. And anything that says partially hydrogenated oil, partially hydrogenated cottonseed oil, any, any type of uh, soybean oil, uh, canola oil, these are trans fats. These are fats that are not good for our bodies that are causing plaque buildup in our arteries. And now, now it, here's what drives me nuts, okay? In magazines all over everywhere, I have one here that I brought uh, it, 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 on the cover. It says Heart Health. And this Heart Health magazine is talking about what to do to be healthy. And it says, and it does agree with me, that trans fats are the devil. Margarine is the devil. Like We shouldn't be consuming this stuff. When you eat fake make-believe fats, it causes placking to build up and irritation to build up in the arteries. And when we have too much sugar, the number one reason that we have a buildup of plaque is we overindulge in all types of sugar. What does that look like? That's 150 pounds to 300 pounds of sugar per person per year. And I know everybody that's hearing my voice says, there's no way that I'm the 300 pounds per person per year of sugar, except that I'm going to break it down for you like this, that 150 to 200 pounds of sugar per person per year comes just in the form of bread, rice, cereal, pasta, potatoes, and corn. The good stuff. Yeah. Us as Americans. The comfort foods, we right? like that, yeah. That's absolutely right. And so... Um, what I find is interesting is that people are not realizing that the cookies, candies, cakes, ice creams, and soda drive you closer to that 300 pounds per person per year. So if you're somebody that has developed placking, it's because you've put all this sugar and it glycates, it, 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 it breaks the arterial wall, and that arterial wall then has to be repaired like whenever the roads are being under uh, construction and there's a pothole, they don't just immediately come in and tear out the whole road. They first do a patch job, right? And that patch job holds for a while. Well, that patch job in the body is cholesterol. Hmm. So, you know, cholesterol is not the, the, the evil nemesis. The, the cholesterol is the sign, the indicator that your body has inflammation in the arterial lining. And so, so we've got to stop... You know, throwing stones at the messenger and start recognizing that the messenger's trying to get a message to you to stop doing whatever it is you're doing that's causing the potholes to be bound up and breaking up your your arterial lining. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It and does. so now the question goes: All right, so I maybe I am the person that's consuming 150 to 300 pounds of sugar per person per year. Well, if that's you, first and foremost, let's change the way. Let's just decrease that. Let's it's, let's start diet a uh, food logging and seeing what food intake that could be contributing 
to my sugar intake. What bad fats? Start reading all labels, dressings especially, different types of, if you're buying anything other than a stick of butter, you're getting margarine. If you're buying margarine or if you're buying uh, these trans fat products, stop. Shortening is not necessary. Your heart's not good for your body. It's not good for any cell in your body. Remember, every cell in your body has a bilayer of fat called a bisphospholayer, a fatty acid phospholipid layer. And when that lipid layer is built with inflammatory fats, it's weak and it doesn't communicate to its neighboring cell well. And when the message is said, hey, I need you to do this job, it does it inefficiently or ineffectively or not at all. That creates stress and inflammation, and that inflammation over time then leads to symptoms because of the inf- insufficiency becoming so great. That then leads to a diagnostic and, uh, some, and then a medication to manage it, and then we lead to some sort of like crisis. And so we want to interrupt that process. So to answer Daniel's question, anything your body can develop, you can undevelop. How do you start? Well, we have what we call the cardio metabolic cleansing program. And what we do is we address these very factors. We teach people at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center how to eat better, how to avoid the pitfalls of developing plaque. And just in that very nature, when you reduce the sugar intake and you get the inflammation down, your body will, because you're still going to be hungry for, so hopefully you're then replacing Mm -hmm. those normal calories of poor quality caloric intake with good quality of caloric intake. Right, so we're putting in better fuel, taking out the sugar. That's going to start adding veggies and fruits, and mm-hmm. and making things start moving in our uh, favor better. And then we come in with the cleansing process. Is then we come in with uh, what we love is garlic. We come in with hawthorn. We come in with ginkgo. We come uh, in with cayenne pepper. We come in with uh, horse chestnut, butcher's broom, and we look at these different herb remedies to help. M- and relieve the body of this of toxic uh, of toxicity or excess, and we start to basically sandpaper that stuff down, and we the whole course of the person's living standard. So if you're somebody that has like high blood pressure, that's an indicator that your heart is under stress, and people go, "Well, is it my heart?" Oftentimes, no. Have high blood pressure. It has nothing to do with the heart's health. It has to do with what in mechanisms you're driving through your up. So high blood pressure is stress induced. High is food inflammation induced. We start, you know, wheat, dairy, corn. Start looking at those, pulling those things out of our diet, and we start seeing changes immediately within three to four days uh, of blood pressure. And people are getting off of medications when they start managing their their blood pressure, looking at their morning numbers and their evening numbers, and then changing their diet, they can start seeing their numbers drop. And when they're on medications, it oftentimes drops too low. You know, if you find that you just have no energy and you just feel like something's not right, you can't catch your breath, you feel pressure in the chest, these or you feel palpitations in the heart, these are all check engine lights that your heart stress. You should never, ever, ever feel your heart beating. Your heart should be doing its job in the background, and your uh, heart should be functioning peacefully and quietly as it's busting its tail working on your behalf uh, in, in the background. 
You should never feel it bursting out of your chest. So that's a sign. That's, that's an indicator that things are going wrong in your But is that a heart issue? Maybe. What if it's just something called cardiotrophin PM? Literally heart muscle tissue. It's as if you're eating the template of your heart so your body can download a, a new a blueprint and be like, oh, I got this wire crossed and I got that cell in the wrong place and the puzzle comes back together and boom, you get better efficiency in the heart muscle contraction. What if it the, the, the palpitation is a mineral glitch? We love to put in different magnesium and, uh, and, and iodine and get different nutrients into the, the body and the, all of a sudden the regulation factor of your electrical competency. You have nodes, the SA node and the AV node that regulate the, the beating of the heart. The heart beats because it's supposed to and called to. It doesn't do it because it wants to. And the heart is the only muscle, by the way, in the body, this is fascinating, that when stimulated over and over and over and over again, it doesn't grow. And that's because it's made of a very special tissue called cardiac muscle. I think my left bicep may be made out of that same thing, too. No matter what I do, it kind of just chills. Stays the same. same size? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So but now it does. It, now it more. does. It's got to be. So there's three types of muscle. you got smooth muscle, skeletal muscle, and you've got cardiac muscle. And that muscle is designed to not hypertrophy or grow when stimulated because it is shocked. It's literally like, boom, mm-hmm. Get, you know, a stimulation is happening when that AV and SA nodes stim, uh, kick into action. So Danielle also brought up, um, I guess specifically, you know, what she was asking and who she was asking for. She said the doctor told her grandfather that it was smoking and it was genetic that caused the plaque buildup in the, uh, you know, in the, in the arteries. And she said he is covered and they said it can't be reversed. Yeah. So they'll always tell you that because they don't believe that you'll make the changes yourself in order to give your body a foundation to start rebuilding. You know, I don't know how old your dad is, but I mean, here's the deal. If he's 95 years old, well, yeah, he's at the end of a lifespan already. And so maybe there's not enough time. But what if we could make some difference in the quality of his life while he's still on the planet by making some of these lifestyle modifications, dietary changes, and and bring in the herbal shift that needs to happen to give his body the resources to give it a fighting chance? I mean, seriously, who are we that think that we understand truly this body as much as we think? I mean— this book that I'm, um, this magazine, and I just picked it up because it's got heart health, and I'm into heart health this month, and this is my month for talking about your heart. So I just want to see what the world's talking about. And in this, in one article, uh, they're saying um, that the the trans fats are the, the the nemesis, but then they follow it up in the same article and say soybean oil and canola oil safe. But it's absolutely that's bad science. That ain't true either. So you know how do you? It's like. You're inside the same re- science research. You've got to still take it at it with a grain of salt and, and 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 appreciate people that are in the trenches, that are in the clinical world, that are fighting for people and 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 trusting people and guide. Like like, if you're listening to a doctor that smokes himself, that ain't who you want to be listening to. And no offense, if if he if he's also you know. I hate to say 50 pounds overweight, is he really the guy that you want to be taking advice from on being healthy? Because managing your heart because you had a heart attack or a cardio uh, cardiac arrest, that's saving your life. Hey, Western medicine is absolutely the best, so I'm for it, absolutely positively. But here, eat this root. 
We've got to go find somebody that's eating the roots that knows how to, to rebuild the tissue. And so if we could get Pops to stop smoking, because absolutely smoking is a disastrous thing you could do she did say for your he's, heart. He's 76. And, and for your lungs. And, and so he's been smoking his whole life. And so getting him to stop is not going to be no easy feat if he's will, even willing to do that. And so, you know, there's, there's a price to pay for every decision made. And that is a bitter pill to swallow, worse than taking handfuls of supplements that, you know, uh, people oftentimes balk at. But find me a better way. What I know is that when people stick to the plan that we lay out for them, their body changes. Their body shifts and it evolves. It gets, we start getting more oxygen to tissue. We start getting more vitality to start being stimulated in those cells. Those cells start producing more cellular energy called ATP, and they start feeling alive again. Now, I took a 95-year-old with um, diabetes of the brain, Alzheimer's, and, and, and for 15 years he was suffering. And at 95 to 97 and a half, he lived the best two and a half years he's lived in 15 years. So 76, 86, 96, man, it don't matter. And, and, and who am I to say that your body won't change? If you give it the resources and the tools to do what it's supposed to do, it will perform for you. It wants to. The brain wants to be awesome. The heart wants to be awesome. The cells are called to do a job. They've been knit together in your mother's womb, and they have this cellular blueprint of knowing how to function like they're, they're supposed to. We just forget to feed it or We've been, you know, lied to in saying, oh, here, eat this make-believe food. Well, what do you get if you eat make-believe food? Make-believe health. Make-believe health. Yeah, or you just don't know. Or you, And a lot of people are living in ignorant, thinking that, oh, well, this is healthy because the news says it's healthy. Yeah. Fake news, there it is. In, in this magazine, good science, you know, in some aspects of the magazine, bad science in others, all peer-reviewed journals, though, you know, and then you're thinking, man, these guys are still missing it. And I think a lot of times it's because we're too busy looking at Petri dishes and not looking at real bodies, and we get so focused on specialized in one category of study that we forget that there's multiple systems at work in making the body perform at a level of competency that it needs to perform at. So there's a couple more questions that have, that have been coming in. If you're watching on social media, feel free to ask those questions. If you are listening on 99.5 FM, thank you so much for taking the time. You can go to Facebook. Uh, search KHEA Radio, and you can follow along, and there's video as well. So this question is from Paige. She asks, how can athletes best support the heart? You know, I guess if you're if you're active, that's probably good a good start right there, but how can athletes best support the heart? Yeah, so if you're an athlete and you're regularly exercising, number one, exercise is one of the best things you can do if the dude don't move. The dude don't groove. The dude don't groove, that's get your right. Heart, get your heart rate up. You know, you were mentioning something earlier about – if you can feel your heart beat, I know sometimes like working out, you know, like you get your heart rate up and you can kind of, oh, I know my heart rate is going. Um, but that's the first thing that came to mind, which I was like, I guess it's okay in that case. Well, yeah. So, I mean, and when you're, when you're renting down a track at everything you have, you're probably going to feel your heart beating. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sitting behind your desk right now, listening to my voice, having a heart palpitation. If that's you, call my office, justlivewell.com. Two eight one five five four eight six zero zero. We have answers, and if you've tried everything, I assure you, you haven't tried the things that we've done. And 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 I oftentimes find that sometimes the people that have tried things that I've told them to do, they just didn't do. You know, it only works if you work it, and you've got to sometimes work it long enough. Like you know, being seventy six, being exposed to cigarette smoke your whole life, and smoking the majority of your life is not something that's just going to go away in 
you know, a matter of uh, days or weeks or months. But it doesn't mean that your quality of life can't start to improve. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, man, the, the athlete must stay hydrated. Ah, perfect timing. I got some water. One liter of water per 50 pounds of body weight. And so if you're drinking a liter of water, that's 32, depending on your your style, um, you have to make sure that you're staying. Athletes really need an And so one liter body weight just for main plus 32. You know, so they need another liter involved in exercise routines. Let's say that you're not an athlete. You still need a liter of water per 50 pounds of body weight? Absolutely. This is just basic understanding of you need to drink more water. And going back to what I talked about last week I love is that we drink need to drink water away from and we need to drink it in you know, t- 10, 15, or 20-ounce guzzles. Hmm. Like, you know, like create the flash flood. When you create the flash flood, you create a massive shift in movement of excess debris, trash, and waste that's built up, caked up inside your digestive tract that you can get to release, and that will free up absorption space so that you can absorb better and digest better. And that will create a level of health and vitality so that when you're eating good, healthy foods, your heart gets the nutrients it needs. By the way, your heart gets first dibs on all nutrition brought in. And so that means if you're eating you know, uh, junk food and there's not a lot of good nutrients coming in, that's why you have joint pain. That's why you have a rash. That's why you get sick. That's why you have all these other symptoms and your heart seems to be okay. Because again, without that thing ticking, you're in T-R-U-B-L-E, trouble. We don't want that, right? Right. So the athlete must drink water. They, the athlete must consume excessive amounts of green leafy vegetables. Uh, walnuts uh, uh, are fantastic. Uh, pecans, fantastic. Avocado, fantastic. Um, bringing in, you know, uh, a quinoa uh, for you know some other aspects of you know nutrients, density, green leafy vegetables. We look at these for their mineral concentration and their B vitamins. We want to bring in heavy doses of B vitamins, and we bring in doses of minerals to make sure that the heart has got all the resources it needs to maintain high-level efficiency. The heart absolutely needs water, it needs minerals, and it needs B vitamins optimally. And then we use those herbs that I mentioned earlier, cayenne pepper, great way to create vasodilation of the heart and increase blood flow. Like just with cooking? Yeah, cooking with it and mm-hmm. or I supplement with Take it when it. people don't like it. Uh, and it takes them a long time to go through a bottle of it. much. But you need a dose to create a shift in creating muscular contraction arterial lining. And because it's also lined with a smooth muscle that, you know, contracts and moves blood down the track for you. And then we use things like the horse chestnut and butcher's broom on the venous side of things to clean up the veins of the body because we want we don't want to just focus on the arteries. We want to make sure that blood returns to the heart. So we got to clean up any placking and build up on the on the on the venous side, the non oxygenated side of the body. And then we use the hawthorn and um, uh, and ginkgo and and other herbs to to create a change in the dynamics of. The, the artery, again, on the arterial side, we, we spend about a three-to-one ratio on the arterial side to the venous side when we're doing a cleansing because there's, so, there's a lot of more physiology happening on the uh, arterial side via muscle contraction, the lining, and the, uh, the transference of oxygen and nutrition across the cell membrane to its destination. 
And so we focus a lot of our attention over there. And, and so when people come in, they say, oh, I need to be on a blood thinner. No, you don't. You need to be on fish oils. Fish oils are one of the best things you can do as a blood thinner to give you an anti-inflammatory effect in your arteries, in your heart. Great, by the way, for athletes. And every athlete that isn't on it, man, you're missing out. You know, uh, If you're an athlete, I use this stuff called cardiotrophin PMG. I mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, cataplex E2 to increase the oxygen production that your, your body needs to, to, to manage your activity level. And you're not going to fill a drug test? No, no. Get hit the, for, for some PEDs? A little blood doping? Then no, I'm on Thymex? No. Uh, it's not going to trip it out or anything? No, not at all. Okay. And that's the beautiful thing about when you eat and consume real-based food nutrients. These are therapeutic-grade foods that you're able to put into your body and get the concentration necessary in order to maximize your vitamin, your mineral, and essential fatty acid load. Mm-hmm. Your heart needs it, depends on it, and you owe it to yourself to make sure that you're giving your heart everything that it needs. Otherwise, you're going to start experiencing symptom patterns that you weren't genetically born with, meaning you might be tired walking up a flight of stairs. Come on, you, should be, you shouldn't be tired. Or worse, walking from your car to the inside of the building. That is a, there's a glitch there. And so a lot of times when people have the straw that breaks the camel's back, the issue where... Um, you have an event, a heart attack or a cardiac arrest situation, there was already struggle and trouble, inflammation present in and around the heart. And then something else was the straw that broke the camel's back that set in place the fall of you. Mm-hmm. And and so everything that we do, nothing is, no one's promised tomorrow. God, we all have an expiration date. God himself only knows that date. It's not for us to worry about that date. It's for us to Romans 12.1, I beseech thee, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, uh, which is your reasonable service. You know, it's your reasonable service. It's not even like extraordinary service. You're not going above and beyond. It's your reasonable service. Does that make sense? It does, yes. I mean, and so I just oftentimes, we make things so complicated, like we need some, you know, we need to scrape the fat from the deep blue well uh, in order to 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 live our best life now, I've never heard that one. And and it's, oh, it, I don't know. Somebody probably gave me a network <laughs> marketing CD and told me all the answers to all the secrets of life are on this CD. You yeah, know? So, I, I like know. it though. Say, hey, here's another question that's come in. We have some questions that are they're pouring in. So feel free to to keep asking them, and we're gonna get those asked and answered. We're talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center right now. It's 934 on KHEA and 99.5 FM. Uh, a quick plug for our friends at Butler's Courtyard. Uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day. It's Heart Month. This Friday for ba- uh, Valentine's Day, I just got a message. They are actually running out of spaces. If you're looking to renew your vows, get married. Dr. Chapa, this could be you and your wife, Mrs. Chapa. Renew we, your we vows. We talked about it. We thought we actually, we, we are considering it. I think we have Me too. something going down that night, but I don't know. Maybe I can convince her otherwise. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's a very affordable rate. If you go to, to butlerscourtyard.com or ask me, message me, and you can find out some more information about that. You get like a cake, the photos, everything. It, it's awesome. So here's another question. This is from Cindy. Uh, she said, and this is a great question. What test can we do to ensure that we have a good heart? Because a lot of times it's you wait till it's too late. You know, there's some issues there. Preventative is the best way for anything. Uh, is there something that we can do beforehand or are there signs we should look for? What can we do? Is there a test to show like, hey, your heart's actually doing really good? Yeah, so when people come into our, my office, I, I we run a huge blood panel 
uh, and we don't always run it. Uh, a lot of times people bring us stuff to look at, and I have to kind of help educate them to see that they're missing quite a few things. I mean, like when we look at your basic blood panel, you know, you're looking at cholesterol, you're looking at HDL, LD, your, you know, triglyceride levels, your HDL, uh, total cholesterol to HDL ratio, uh, C-reactive protein. You're looking at different factors in order to, to see is this pathologic? You see, the way medicine views blood work, and this is, you know, uh, again, you got to understand what medicine is here for. Medicine, Western medicine, as it is in the United States today, is if they, if we need to save a life, man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you get your arm lumped off, you have a, a vascular event. Um, there's nobody better than I want working on me is Western medicine guys, right? They they can save save you. But whenever it comes to wellness and revitalization of the tissues. We look at blood work through a method of functionalized where we can see the handwriting on the wall. We can see the body breaking down sooner than it should be breaking down. And we look at these same blood markers and we then start educating people to recognize, hey, listen, it's not that HDL is good and LDL is bad. I mean, because if we doing good science, we'll start fractionating out HDL into its good and bad uh, uh, constituent factors, and we'll start fractioning out your LDL into good and bad, into its um, modulated makeup. So, like, there's there's an A and a B, if I I can say, of HDL markers. The A is fluffy, and the B is low and dense, Okay subfracting out your HDL, LDL, cholesterol gives you clues to what's going on or, uh, in, in, in the realm of good fats, bad fats. And if so, if you have too high of the B, the, the dense HDLs, then you have your HDL bad. But if you have the A, light and fluffy LDLs, then you're good. And a lot are being put on drugs. drugs when they have the light and fluffy HDL LDL markers giving them a predisposition for a higher cholesterol level and they're being mis they're mismanaged they're slipping through the cracks they're being drugged and they shouldn't be mm-hmm. and and so one of the things that we want to look at is to go a little deeper and see well how are those cholesterol markers being managed because you can just take the standard HDL LDL and 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 you should have you know HDL above sixty five and then the LDL below one twenty and then the the ratio should be less than five according to medicine. But what if I told you when you look at your triglycerides and they're above one hundred and twenty, your your cholesterol is not even ac- accurate at a, in in any uh, sense of of true value. Because you're you're eating too many starches, your body is triglyceride blood sugar regulation markers are out of sorts, and that's what's creating the shift in what your cholesterol appears to be out of range is not. It's just inflamed currently, and and all the blood test is is just a three month report card of where you're at. So again, going back to that conversation, anything that you can develop, you can undevelop. It's just a three month report card. So let's just regroup, re- go, go about this. 90 days from now, get on one of the Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center programs, and guess what happens? You get better blood work. You get better energy. You get better vitality. You start feeling more alert and alive. I had a patient just email me, I feel so much better on your program than I've ever felt on any other program. 
Well, it's because she's doing the work. Her husband feels like he, he, she was taking too many supplements. Hmm. And I'm like, well, look, I, I got it, and I appreciate that, and I want to be disrespectful, but here's the deal. 65 cups of spinach today is equivalent to one cup of spinach in the 1920s. And let's just say, by, by the way, just take that in for a second. Who wants to eat 65 cups of spinach? Popeye. Popeye. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else smash the like button if you don't want to eat 65 cups of spinach today, you know? And and because that's just a lot of that's just a lot of roughage, but what if I'm half right? You know, what if it's you know, thirty-two and a half cups of spinach, or sixteen cups of spinach? Any takers? You know, still a lot. It's still a lot. I like spinach too, and I, that's a lot. I know, and yeah. I, I mean, I and I love to saute it. I love to eat it raw. I love to put some olive oil in it, a little lemon juice, and saute it at, uh, on, a, on a low temp until it kind of cooks down. Man, it's what's Oh, makes my heart sing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And, but at the end of the day, one of the um, uh, the things we have to be be mindful of is that if the if the body develops something and your report card tells you in your blood test that it's out of range, recognize that it's way out of range for me if it's out of range for them. But what is always out of range for them doesn't always mean it's going to be out of range because I might look at it differently and find, well, because it's out, your C-reactive protein is high, your triglycerides are high, your liver enzymes are high, I know that there's inflammation elsewhere in the body that's creating an unnecessary stress on your cardiovascular system. So if I go upstream and fix one of those other you know, areas of concern, I take the stress off the heart and then the report card comes back better in three months. So you're saying I can change my heart health in three months, every three months. Absolutely no questions about it. You can. You just got to give the body the tools, the resources, and really time, you know. Are you going to get a brand new heart in three months? No. But, I mean, you're definitely going to start moving that chemistry forward. Okay, here's another question. This is from Bethy, and her last name, I really like it. I believe it would be pronounced R-H-E-A, but it reminds me of K-H-E-A. So thank you for asking this, Bethy. Uh, she said, is the heart vitamin that you mentioned earlier, we brought it up two times, you can remind me what it is, uh, is it a healthy version of metoprolol, M-E-T-O-P-R-O-L? Okay, yeah, she said a, cardiolo- a cardiologist just put her on that medication. Yeah, so none of the, my supplements are going to be medications, but they are therapeutic in efficiency or effectiveness in changing efficiency in, in the cardiovascular system. So, you know, uh, typically, that is a when people have high blood pressure, uh, we we go looking at food allergies. Basis that's driving. And so when we find that it's you know, wheat, dairy, corn, we start removing those foods out of their diet. Their blood pressure numbers start dropping, and and we start change in efficiency. And all of a sudden, things start working out better for them. And and types of uh, medications and part whether beta blockers or um, uh, man I'm, I'm drawing a blank at the moment it'll come to me uh, but these different effects of the heart they're not we're not trying to manage it with a drug to do blood flow so that the heart itself gets good blood flow and so that the cells all downstream from the heart get and and Supplements that cardiotrophin, PMG, catapult, these are all like for a good, healthy heart, okay? The cardiotrophin is literally like a template of 
is if you're eating a heart. I mean, how many hearts have you eaten in the last week? Not since, you know, the Great War. Yeah, know, whenever that's right. My enemies and, and, and delicious. And, and you, know, you read about it in Indian days. You know, they'd rip out a heart and hover it up above and say, you know, it's a take sign a of victory. Take yeah. a bite out of it, right? That was me. Uh, or, or, or odd, weird rituals, you know, that uh, people have done in the past. But that is not something that people do. The visceral organ meats are where the delicacies of minerals really are. That's where we need to be eating and focusing. In the olden days, old, old, olden days, maybe back in the war times when you were around, right? Yeah. yeah where th- they were eating visceral meats, not the sirloins and the back straps and the, the muscle that we are eating. So visceral meat, is that like liver? And- liver would be, yeah, all organ meats. Okay. So good, thank you. Uh, so heart, kidneys. Um, you know, the liver, the intestine. I mean, you, y'all do some in your your culture, right? Don't they call that menudo? Well, there's some. No, I love. Uh, yeah, say I'll it, eat you say anything. It. I like how you say it. Menudo, you, menudo, you know, menudo. Yeah, I yeah. like I like menudo. There's some good stuff in there. It's yeah. all vitamins and protein. That's what I tell myself <laughs> whenever I eat it. Yeah. As lo- long as it doesn't have the partially hydrogenated oils, I think that's probably one of the and, uh, uh, three pus. And, uh, uh, it's intestines. Yeah, so, but again, but the deep that... fry. I mean, it's so good, Doctor Chapa. Why are you going to bring this up on a Tuesday? You know, it's Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, I'm uh, telling you what. So, um, so the. It, it, the supplements that we'll use will be adjunctive to what your doctor is doing, but hopefully what I love to see is the supplements and the food and the renourishing of your tissues will outperform your medication. And when we can outperform guess what they do? They take it. Yeah, I mean, you would use in conjunction and the doctor right. be like, wow, you're improving great, let's let's reduce it and then hopefully eventually just take you off. That's right, because yeah. two uh, two people come into my practice and they're on four or five different medications for their heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, if the first one isn't working, why are we leaving them on? Right. Know, it's like yeah. this whole bed. keep stacking one diuretic on top of another, one blood pressure medication on top. And we're, we're, we're managing a symptom, not responding to the body's cry. The body's I am under, my blood pressure is high. Somebody please tell this person to stop eating that or help my arteries to dilate so that I can function better to work so hard. And yet we just manage it with a a drug. Oh, no, quiet. Nothing important to say. Quiet. I'm going to give you a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth medication. Five blood pressure medications that a patient come in on. It's ridiculous. Hmm. To me, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the reality is, is if we as doctors don't believe the best on our patients, that they will change if we'll just instruct them, teach them and guide them. You know, we've gotten so far away where we're an insurance driven, you know, med- medical health care program and not looking at change, true change in the body. The, the people are suffering needlessly due to malnutrition, not to an an aspirin deficiency or a blood pressure medication deficiency or a statin drug deficiency. None of those plants are out there, you know, that that have those hardcore medical effects that force the body into submission. We want to support your body. We want to give your heart food nourishment and the opportunity of time to regulate itself. I just read a a study uh, that, that we're up. Fourteen and a half percent 
uh, of uh, alcohol consumption. And I mean, it's from like 60 something percent up to 75 percent or something. I mean, it was scary. I was like, wow, we're reaching to more alcohol self-medication and heavy alcohol, heavy, heavy drink to regulate our stress responses. You know, one thing we have nobody's asked about yet, and I'm surprised, is what about stress's effect on your heart? You know what I mean? Yeah. We do this test in our office to answer the other question about other good tests. I just told you blood test, but, man, I offer a test in my office called a heart sound recorder. And if you come to our event this month, and I'll give you the date of that event real quick, we have several great things going on this month. You always do. And we, I'm really fired up about uh what we got going on now, mommy meetup as uh, 17th with Dr. Amber. Uh, and, and, uh, this is all on our Facebook. And these are all free. They're usually free, free to event, attend. Right? Yeah. Free anybody. We do have a, uh, post detox potluck on February 27th. So all the people that learn something new in the detox, it's a potluck bringing uh, food and a donation for Butler's courtyard. We're going to be there and, uh, they're, they're letting us come over there just for a donation of whatever people feel to give. Their facility is absolutely, as you know, amazing. And uh, Amber's absolutely a gem and a delight and a powerhouse in our community. She loves League City. And so I'm just thankful to have her as a I you saw, know as a business running partner. I saw her in a League City commercial. It was like a year in review. And I was like, there's Amber and her husband. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool, cool. right? Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, on the 24th of this month at 6.30 at our new office, uh, we are going to be having our... Uh, another heart talk, you know, because this is heart month. We want people to be very focused and really Mm -hmm. take care of your loved ones. Taking care of yourself and and your heart matters. Husband's got issues going on a lot of times uh, to the heart conversations more uh, than the females because the females are and the guys are dealing with more heart stuff. But you wives out there that are hearing my voice, if your husband has heart issues, know that I got a heart for him. I pray for him. I've been praying for him for two, uh, almost 16 years that I've been in practice uh, since uh, I, I was calling me to this stuff. I'm saving dad and husband. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm I, I'm looking to change the the dynamic, the the unnecessarily fatherlessness that is happening due to cardiovascular disease. I want to interrupt it. I want to bind it. And you just name it. It can be done. And yeah. so I just encourage you. Uh, to be at these events that Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is because I, I, I love this idea of outreach. People need information. They need a tribe. They need people to associate with and bond to. And I'm just proud to be in the position that God's put me in to be here for you guys. And, I, you know, I, I just I love the game. I love the work. And I love watching everybody grow and challenge themselves to do what they didn't think they could do. So here's a couple of comments. This is this one's from Russ. He said, I, I work in a stressful environment and help people at the worst time in their life. He said, yes, stress can be a big factor. Okay, so here's another comment and a question from Carrie. She said, new office, two locations. What's going on? <laughs> is there any information out there? Yeah, there we just have a, a, another location for this heart talk. Yes, it is our new office. But it uh, is not going to be up and running um, and for another six months or so. That's exciting but, news, but Dr. It is, Chapa. It's very, um, yeah, it's fired up. I'm, I'm, That's like the first time I've heard about this on air. <laughs> well, That's amazing. Yeah, so it just kind of slipped. There you go. <laughs> and uh, but uh, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, God has been good uh, to you know expand the vision, and people yeah. are sick. People are getting well, and 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 God 
has a has a plan bigger than what I can see, you know. And uh, I just really believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's, um, you know, too much is given, much is required. Too much is given, much is asked. This uh, this burden doesn't, you know, come lightly. Um, and but very thankful for the people that support the vision that we stand for. I believe that all life starts and stops at the cellular level, and nutrition is the fundamental backbone that gets you moving, that gets you grooving, that gets you a, cha- a second chance. And you can start at any gun- uh, gumption of time. It works today. It'll work tomorrow. It'll work 10 years from now. These are nutritional mm-hmm. laws and practices. There's nothing snake oil about what I'm doing. There's nothing voodoo about what we do. It may be different than what you're being taught. That's just because of good marketing. That's just because there's you know, more the more marketing dollars you can throw at something to sling information out there that's bad information, sooner or later you start to believing bad information is right information. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily make it right. You know, they say practice makes perfect, right? But that's not true. You can practice the wrong thing perfectly and get the wrong result. Then you do it perfectly wrong. You yeah. do it wrong, yeah. And so we've got to retrain people's thinking and, and get people moving forward in such a way that allows them to perform at a level that they really can perform at and keep up with this pace and productivity that they all and we all want to yeah. live with. So I'm, I want to say this. This is kind of like a, a little praise and a testament of, of you helping me. I went in last Thursday, you know, had some stuff done. You gave me some new supplements and I had been living for about a week, a little over a week, maybe, yeah, a week and a half with my throat killing me, killing me. And I would see little improvements you know, every day you gave me some some directions, you know, take some of these. Some of them I already had and I was, you know, taking them or whatever. And you gave me like the, the plan and it has improved like every day. I'm seeing a big jump. You know, it used to hurt whenever I swallowed it. And it's not a cold. It's just some stuff that I have going on with my throat. And you had helped me out with that in the past. And so I've been doing it and it is it's working. You know, and I had that thought. I'm like, I wonder if this would have it probably would have happened without. And I was like, no, it didn't because I tried it for 10 days and it was still really bad. It was still hurting painful. The body needs it should be able to fix stuff on its own. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the body just help because of this conversation of bad food, you know, not enough Uh, consumption too much consumption too you know, poisons from our uh, or, you know, so like measure thing that we do does have you know if in every surgery you have has a cost to your long-term vitality is it you know the end of the world if you've had a bunch of surgeries throw the on you and say you're done washed up no we, we just deal with what we can i had a lady that had more than three quarters of her intestine and due to colon cancer and and obviously the of her absorption was lost because of this removal. So what did I do? Oh, I just found a way to get other aspects of her body to absorb nutrition. You know, so I would give her liquid stuff and powdered stuff and things that would be, have to be forced to be absorbed through the buccal mucosa of her cheeks. That would be absorbed through her esophagus. That would be absorbed in her stomach. That her body would have to figure out a, another way, but I gave it more surface area. Instead of putting it into a pill or a, a tablet, we, we would do liquid stuff, and we make powders and stuff, and some of it did not taste good. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she lost three-quarters of her intestine. There's a price to pay for that. You yeah. know, if you've had um, a heart ablation, if you've got cardiac, uh, if you've got arrhythmias, if you've got uh, AFib, I mean, uh, AFib is modern day an anti-inflam uh, is an autoimmune disorder of your heart. 
So, you know, you've got autoimmune disorders of your joints. That's called rheumatoid arthritis. You've got uh, autoimmune of the thyroid. Uh, you've got autoimmune in your blood. You've got autoimmune in your intestines. I mean, there's actually going to have to be an auto. That's the aphid. And, and so when you're dying, it's a deep-rooted cellular infection, oftentimes viral, that is mutated, that drives around in a little mycoplasmic bacterial ship, if you will. And the body treats it like a bacteria, but it's really a virus wrecking havoc, causing all kinds of inflammation and, and oxidation to transpire too rapidly, and the body can't keep up with that level of degeneration. And then, therefore, it starts to malfunction and to break down too quick. That's called the case of the suddenlies. So then we come in and we start you on a path because a lot of times AFib started like 15 years ago. It just didn't show up as AFib until today or whenever you got it. And so we have to start on that path, that start on that journey. And sometimes, yes, we have to be adjunctive and work with medicine. But to say that medicine is the only way is not true. It's just that's the only thing they know how to do. Mm -hmm. And if you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, they call that what? Insanity. Insanity. Yeah. So we want to give people a better way. So here's a, a question. This one was from Kathy, and uh, we were. Uh, she wants to know about like insurance. Do y'all work with that? And then maybe you can let me know where's the office located. And so it'll be three two two East Main Street will be the the new location um, event that night. And um, it is we'll not have our sign up or anything like that. I mean, literally, we are um, we still got remodeling and stuff of outside inside to do. Uh, but uh, we have space, more space to hold some of these events. We've been packing out our house uh, uh, for the last um, almost 18 months um, or longer, year and a half. And um, I think that we're at a place to see. So I'm excited to, you know, watch this thing expand over the next, um, you know, several years and what God's going to do here. So it's going to be again on the 24th and that's going to be our, talk every month next month's going to be allergies this month we're doing on heart and it'll be like i said at 6 30 on uh, february 24th and there is information on our facebook page um there's i believe just livewell.com and you know, give us a shout 281-8600 that's where you can get the extra information on better be better we're offering people that come to this talk heart sound test, you know, the purchase of a uh, into our office. And what this test does is another test that we can measure the valve, your aortic valve, pulmon, your, uh, and, and, valve, and, and how efficient is the, the, the valves working in. And if the valves are working well, then you will see cha changes. It looks but it is absolutely not, and it, but it, it evaluates the efficiency of your uh, heart valves. And if we can manage it with minerals, we're going to. If we can manage it with B vitamins, we're going to. If we can manage it with essential fatty acids, we're going to. If we manage it with blood pre uh, um, adrenal support and managing your stress, we're going to. And that's the cool thing about the heart and, and a lot about a lot of your organ systems is one breaks down, the whole system is breaking down. You fix one thing and the whole system is, is bolstered up and strengthened. And so that's why wellness is such a fun game and hard game to play because where do you start? Oh, I've got blood pressure problems, so I need to take a blood pressure pill. No, no, no. Wrong. That's not the idea. you got to go, what's causing the blood pressure? What's causing the AFib? What's causing 
me to have plaque buildup. And so we have to start evaluating you and breaking you down and looking at you as a, uh, as a complicated system and then start picking on areas we know drive inflammation. We do that with diet. We looking for barriers to healing, things that block you from getting from point A to point B. Um, unfortunately, insurance doesn't cover a lot of the work that we do, um, but we try to keep our prices affordable and, and we give everybody that's a patient a discount on the supplements purchased in the office so that they can make it more affordable. And, and, and so I'm you know, proud to that to my patients and let them the way that they can value that they wouldn't get it. And so at Living Well Clinical, again, go back to anything that can develop. It can undevelop here, you know, back to that, this station of life. Food is medicine. Food is vitality. If you want to become fresh and vibrant, guys, you got to eat fresh and vibrant. And so this is heart health month. This is loved one month. Love your family, but so serve you. Remember Romans 12, one says, I bestow of God. God is merciful, is he not? He is. To present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. He's not asking too much. He's asking you to just to take care of the thing he's given you and, and, and for you to be thankful that you have breath today. So if you're alive, if you're upright, if you're up and uh, moving and grooving, even if you're laying down because you're injured or you're in a situation but you can still hear my voice, then guess what? There's hope for you. You just got to start making the transition, making the change, and know that you know God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He still heals the sick. He still touches the hopeless. He still lifts people out of the miry clay, sets their feet firm on the rock, and he, I believe he's put me on this earth to help enhance the vitality of people and give them an extra vim, vigor, and vim gusto for their life through their health and vitality uh, through food. And I just thank you guys for sharing this message with your friends, family, and loved ones. I know that there's people that need to hear this stuff, and I want people to know that Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is standing in the gap. We're already praying for you. We're already believing for you, and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that when you come in, you're in for a treat. You're going to love the game. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. All right. Hey, we're chopping. And I got uh, Texas Maze Middleton next we're going to be launching a new stream um if you are looking to learn more about living you can all.com which i love the website uh y'all take care be blessed i'll be right back